the line. The second half, the ball comes back to Stewart. They float across the line. It comes to Linda. Back inside it comes the lines. He's away from one tackle. Then the ball back to Stewart. They've got an overlap. Stewart's gone straight through. He comes to halfway. Where are the wingers? He's up over halfway. He's looking for Eddie Howard. He's still going, Stewart. He gave it to Maninga. Hello and welcome to the All Things Rugby League podcast. I'm Big Les. Now, welcome back to our segment, Richie, Richie, Thursday Chats with Richie. I've got Richie here with me. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good, mate. <clears throat> Thanks. Thanks for having me back on. How are you? All, all good, mate. I'm, I'm fantastic. Um, well, let's get started. Um, obviously, Billy Slater, soon to be announced as the Queensland Maroons coach, uh, obviously with Jonathan Thurston and... and um, and Smith uh, denying that they are going to ever take the job. What are your thoughts on that? Mate, mate I love it. Uh, obviously, obviously, Billy Slater, he's, he's, he's the greatest fullback we, we've ever seen. You know, he, he's, he's re- he rev- revolutionized the, the art of fullback play, especially in rugby league, uh, making the fullback a, a uh, second 5'8". I think he'll bring he'll bring a lot to the to the Queensland Origin side in a time where they they really need someone to lead the squad and have some experience playing at that level. I, I always thought that Paul Green he wasn't he wasn't the man for the job. Um, he you know he's 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 a very good coach if you know what I mean. He's he's a very good coach, but um I think. I think he just he wasn't the the right person to do it. Obviously, Billy Slater he's got a he's got a lot of experience behind him, and he definitely knows how to play rugby league and and knows how to break down teams. So I think he's going to make Queensland a very dangerous team in in the coming years. Yeah, no, I think I can totally agree with that. I think Paul Green is is one of those coaches as well. He's not really an international coach. He's a, he's a club coach, um, and like. What I mean by that is he he's one of those coaches that sort of need to get used to the roster, um, and and get and sort of uh, get to know his players, um, rather than in an Origin circumstance where you've basically got one or two weeks, maybe a bit more than that, to get the know to get to know the players, and you're only really coaching them for about, uh, I'd say ten or eleven weeks, um. With the breaks in Origin and stuff, I I, don't, I just don't think that Paul Green um, was or is a international based coach. I said that in a podcast a few weeks ago. Um, going through the statements that Jonathan Thurston um, made here uh, about his potential um, Maroons coaching role uh, and about Billy Slater. Firstly, for himself, he's here. He said. I'm not ready for a head coaching role, but I'd still certainly love to help out. So he'd probably, I, I can see Jonathan Thurston and, and and the likes of him and Cameron Smith um, in it, somewhere in the coaching staff, um, but they obviously have uh, denied um, actually coaching the team. Uh, and then he also said about Billy Slater here, he said, if they decide to go down that path, I've got no doubt in my mind that he'll ha- do a great job for Queensland. And I think I can totally agree with that. I think, um, obviously, with Billy Slater, uh, Cameron Smith, Jonathan Thurston, they've all been in that winning dynasty that um, 
Queensland had and held for a number of years. I think it was nine years or so. Um, so they definitely bring a lot of confidence to the boys in the camp. Mm. And yeah, I think Billy Slater would do an awesome job, to be honest. Yeah, well, you know, them them three, Billy Slater, JT and Cam Smith, you know, they're, they're some of the game's greats. And if, if they've all got a role somewhere in that Queensland State of Origin team, they're, they're really going to change the team and have a have a massive influence on the players. I think New South Wales, are, they're coming into, into their period, their, their dynasty. But I think Queensland, well, obviously Queensland always going to be there. I, I think we've seen that somehow Queensland always find a way to compete with New South Wales every year, whether their team is is not as good as it, as it was a couple of years ago or or in, in the future, that they always find a way to hang in there and, and still compete against New South Wales. So I think I think it's going to be a few great years of origin footy coming up. Yeah, I, I personally can't wait. I'd, I'd love to see Queensland give it a red-hot crack again um, in the yeah. next few years, especially under a guy like Billy Slater. I think that'd be fantastic. Uh, moving on to some news that I released um, that was released this morning and that I did a quick two-minute podcast on, but I haven't really gotten into detail uh, about it. Uh, the Warriors are set to be based in Redcliffe from 2022. Um, that's huge for the Warriors. Um, they've obviously had a lot of sacrifices that um, that they've done um, in the past two years or so in terms of relocation. I think they've been relocated about three times now. So they've really done... Um, they're really... Uh, you got to thank the Warriors, I, I think. Um, and, the, and a lot they do deserve a lot of credit. Um, for all the sacrifices they've made um, for the game, yeah. uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah, that that sacrifice it's it's always a part of rugby league, and that's that's why as as fans and and as a as a player we can we can we can enjoy the game as much. I think that I think the Warriors they'll, they'll understand that uh that it's it's a tough decision to make leaving New Zealand and setting up a NRL hub at at uh, Redcliffe, but at the same time, you know that that's part of the NRL, and uh, I think I think they'll be happy to make that sacrifice when when they've got a job to do in the league, and and they are uh, they will definitely make that sacrifice for for the fans and and for the game, which is which is going to be really good for them. What what do you think? What do you think Look, about it? I mean, I mean, it's huge. It's it's it, not only just for the games, but the thing that most people don't really think about. Uh, and, and this goes for other players that are from New Zealand originally um, that have moved to other clubs to play footy uh, and the New Zealand Warriors themselves, obviously, um, being relocated to Australia. They're, they're spending more than uh, 11 or 12 months away from their families. Uh, and it's been a bit more than that now, considering that the, the, considering yeah. the bubble and, and stuff like that. And that's hard on the guys, to be honest. It's, it's really difficult. Um, for someone to be uh, personally, I haven't uh, done it, I so I couldn't really tell you the exact experience. But it must be hard for for players to be away from their families for that a long um, amount of time, from their partners, from their kids. I mean, that is a huge sacrifice, and I think the Warriors don't really get enough credit um, for all the things that they've done in the past two years. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. But uh, yeah. that aspect of the game 
where there's that some sort of sacrifice. And I, I think we we can all agree that we're we're really happy to say that that we're really happy to give the credit to the Warriors about the sacrifice they've made for us leaving leaving their family the families back in New Zealand and that's why we can enjoy rugby league today. Right? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. Um well moving on now, we're gonna do our um, finals round one tips. We're gonna go through each game uh, in a bit of detail, give our tips, um, score predictions, man of the match predictions. Um, so let's get started. First game, the Storm and Manly. Geez, that is going to be a cracker. I think that is probably going to be the game of the week, or at least one of them, other than the South and Panthers. Um, yeah, it's going to be a great week of footy. Um, Storm and Seagulls. Obviously, um, Addo Carr is out, I'm pretty sure. Um, Munster was rumored yeah. to be uh, rem- like out for this one, oh, he, uh, well, but he is still in the side. Um, but other than that, it's pretty much, um, head to head, pretty full strength sides. Uh, it's going to be a really awesome game. I can't wait to see how Tom Trevojevic goes, um, against a, yeah. a team like the Melbourne Storm. See if he does, um, play a similar game. They've obviously got some players like Saab, um, Ruben Garrick, even Morgan Harper, uh, Kieran Foran and Cherry Evans have been playing great footy at the moment. Uh, Ola Kawatu and Shusha have been great on the edge. Jake Trevojevic been, has been outstanding. Even Dylan Walker off the bench has been fantastic. Um, some great players for Manly. And then you've got the likes of Pappenhausen, who's really started to find to find his form again. Um, you've got Olam, who's probably been one of the most uh, impactful centers this year, other than Manu. Um Got Munster, who's also just starting to find a bit of his form again. Jerome Hughes has been playing some great footy all year. Uh, the likes of Brandon Smith. Um, Dale Finucane, who's going off to the Sharks next year. He's been playing some decent footy, obviously returning just recently from a big injury. Um, Harry Grant uh, has been playing awesome footy. And, and the likes of Nico Hines, who has just been outstanding. So I think this is going to be a really great game. What are you? Yeah. What are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, yeah, mate. I, I think it's going to be a cracker of a game. You know, Manly and uh, and Melbourne. They've they've been two two teams that have been discussed winning the premiership. So this could be the preview of the grand final. I think, in my opinion, Melbourne have too much strike for Ma- for Manly to keep up with them. You know, you got like you just said, you got strike players like Justin Owen. Like I, I can't see someone like Morgan Harper's Morgan Harper stopping that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I can't totally. see someone who's got that much impact getting stopped by someone like Morgan Harper. I, I think if Manly want to win on the weekend, it, it won't just be turbo. The whole team's got to turn up on the day. Everyone's got to be out there playing at a hundred percent because that's really sometimes the only way you can build you can beat a team like the Melbourne Storm. You got to be playing at a hundred percent. You got to be at your best on the night. I think. The way the tide goes, if it goes in Manly's favour, they they can they can win this and and the win would be really helpful for them as they they get the week's rest if they win right the winner of this gets the week's rest yeah yeah so whoever wins this, I reckon whoever wins this game is probably going to go on to win the premiership. So this is one of it is the biggest game 
of the oh, year. It's the biggest weight game this week, Melbourne, for sure. Yeah. 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 No, I, I totally. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, even when when. Yeah, even when there was doubt about Cam Munster and Ado Car not playing, like I, I still knew that Melbourne Storm that they're still gonna, they're still always there. You know what I mean? Like they've got so much depth, especially in the halves and the fullback spot and the wings and the centers, that they can mix and match a team and still be first class. So I, I think, I think they'll come out guns blazing with a lot of strike with the form that they've been in in the in the past couple of weeks, and I think. Man, we're going to try to keep up, but I think Melbourne will run away with it. What were you saying before? Uh, well, I was just, I was just going to say you, you basically took the words out of yeah, my well, mouth. I think, I think Melbourne Storm, uh, do win this one. Um, it, look, it, it's going to be a very close game, um, to be honest. But if I had to pick a team with a gun to my head, I'd probably have to go with the Melbourne Storm. Um, Manly will definitely put a put in a good fight, especially considering, as you said, not just the week's rest, but um, the chance to play in the grand final, I think that um, Manly are going to have a huge fight in this one, but I do see the Melbourne Storm winning this one. So if you had to pick the score, the exact score, uh, what would you be predicting the score to be in this one? I'm going to go 24-16. What are you going to go, Melbourne Storm? 24-16, Melbourne Storm. That's a tough one. I'm, um, I would have to go. Um, just looking at the sides just now. Probably 13 12. I'm going to go. I'm reckon it's field goal decided. 13 12. Um, well, DC, storm, I reckon storm. in a field goal battle, DC will get that one first. So yeah, I, I, I do see the Storm winning this one, though. And I reckon uh, well, Munster will probably kick it. Um, Pappenhausen is a good field goal striker. I reckon he'd get it. Um, but I do, I do see the Storm winning this one, and I think it's field goal decided, to be honest. I, I reckon, I'm, I'm going to go 13-12. Um, who's your man of the match for this one? Well, you, you got two sides of, of the plate there. So, I, I obviously, you got Tommy Turbo. He's... He's basically the man of the match every week for Mel- for Manly. Yeah. So he could be the man of the match or from Melbourne Storm. Also depends on the day that the game's played. So it could be Pappenhausen, could be Ken Munster or Jerome Hughes. But I think I think Pappenhausen will really turn up and, and he'll get man of the match if, if Melbourne mm-hmm. win. Okay. Well, man of the match for me, I am going to go... Looking at the sides, if Melbourne win it, I'm going to go for, I reckon Jerome Hughes is going to have a day on the park. I reckon, depending on what the weather's like, um, he's just going to have a great game. He's going to get plenty of try assists, and I reckon uh, he's going to have an absolute cracker. So I'm going to go Jerome Hughes, man of the match for this one. Moving on to the next game, the Chooks and the Titans. Uh, What are your thoughts on this game? Mate, Titans again smashed. (laughs) That is a very biased resistor That's pretty biased That is a very biased resistor porter It's called prediction 100 nil Don't even Don't even start In all all seriousness Yeah In all all seriousness Gold Coast They've they've been there They haven't been there This whole year But This is finals footy after all A lot of things 
happen that are unexpected. So I think Titans will turn up. And obviously, with for the Chooks, the return of Victor Radovi and, and JWH, they're going to be they're two of the, the biggest influential players in the team. They're, they're basically, like you look at our attack, our attack is based around Victor Radovi. So with him back in the team, that's going to be big, big. And I think I think the Roosters are going to run away with it. But uh, if you look at Gold Coast Titans' form, I think I think uh, last week they beat Warriors forty-four nil. So they're, they're definitely coming back back in, into this finals series with a bit of momentum. And I think the Roosters will have to weather the storm a little bit at the start of the game. But I think I think they'll run away with it in the end. What do you think? Okay, so um, honestly, I reckon it will be it will be a, quite a close game. Obviously, Titans have been in some good form, but as you said, they haven't played much finals footy. Um, it's a totally different game, finals footy. And just looking at the sides, I mean, Roosters, they've got Radley back. They've got Warrior Hargreaves back. Uh, Adam Kieran has been electric on, in the past few weeks, not even just last week. I'd have to go back a few weeks. He's been outstanding for them when he's been in the side, um, no matter what position he's playing, really. Tedesco is always on fire. Drew Hutchinson has been the real um, silent achiever. I reckon he's fantastic. Um, who else will I give him a special mention to? Angus Crichton. He is just one of the toughest back rowers I think I've ever seen. Um, Takiyaho plays some great games too. Uh, Egan Butcher. He just rips in. He's been fantastic this season. Uh, and I think Sammy Walker off the bench, depending on when they bring him on, uh, I reckon yeah. will have a great impact. That's interesting. That's interesting, about- moving Sam to the 14. Obviously, uh, that's smart because he's a bit of a smaller body in defense. You're playing finals footy. A, Sam Walker's the type of person you look for in the defensive line as a weakness. So I think that's really smart coaching from, from Robbo, uh, moving him to the 14 position with a bigger body, Lockie, Lockie Lamb at, at, the, uh, at, the, at the 7. Oh, well, you look and at that's them. Gonna, that's going to work. There's not much of a difference Lockie, between Lockie Lamb and, and Sammy Walker. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I mean, I, I get that um, Lachlan Lamb's fra- frame's a little bit bigger. Uh, I'm just trying to pull up the stats now for Lockie well, Lamb. I'm pretty sure he's well, only... Lockie Lamb's 84 kilos. 84, and then I think yeah, I'm, Sam, Sammy Walker's 73 off the top of my head. Um, 78. 78, that, yeah. yeah. So there's, 78. Not, much, there's yeah. not much difference at all. Um but yeah, Lachlan Lamb, I think he's great in defense, to be honest, Lockie Lamb. Yeah. Um, well, we saw last week, he, he did a good job. He, you know. Oh, yeah, no, he definitely did a great job filling in there, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So he, he did a good job there. There were a few little mistakes, but that's footy. Yeah. Uh, I think he's got, if, if the Roosters can get the mistakes out of the mm. game, mate, we're going to have a real good finals charge. And uh, it's going to be interesting against the Titans on the weekend. Just looking at the Titans side now, you've got Jaden Campbell who's been playing some great footy as well. He, he's been electric the past few weeks. You'd have to agree. Yeah, I, I agree. Obviously, he he plays like his dad. So he, he's got that natural natural talent behind him. I just think, obviously, it's his first season in the NRL. I don't think he's ready for finals footy. And I think, you know, obviously, he's a small body, you know? So... I, th- I think that's where he's gonna he's gonna come back a bit, especially if the Roosters turn up on the fence. Uh, we'll, it'll be really crushing for the Titans. But mm. I think Jaden yeah. Campbell's got he's got a lot of people to prove wrong, and we'll see what he can do on the weekend. 
Well, yeah, what I've seen of him defensively, he's been pretty good. Um, but if, if yeah. you'd be you'd be have to be scared if a big body like Jared Warrior Hargreaves or Angus Crichton breaks the line, and that that's some trouble yeah, for him, mate, I guess. I'm a fullback, mate. I don't, I'm a fullback. I see a big guy coming me. I just put my body in the way and pray. So. That's about it, mate. So I imagine he'd be doing the same thing. God, he'd be doing a lot of that week in, week out. Um, look, just looking again, looking at the side, uh, Fodder Wake has been playing great. Obviously, he made his Origin debut um, in the Origin series. He's been playing, he's had a great season. Bo Fermor, he's been freaking outstanding the past few weeks. Defensively, attacking. I mean, he's been he's been awesome. I think even Paul Gallon gave him a little shout out um, at the end of the game last week. He he's been sublime. He's been un, absolutely uh, unreal. David Fafita coming off the bench here. That that's pretty good um, impact for the Titans. Look, just looking at their side, I reckon it's going to be a qu- quite a close game. I don't think it will be a blowout at all. I think I think um, I'm predicting uh, the Titans to score some to score early. Maybe one or two tries early, and then I think the Roosters will take a hold of the game. But I still think it's going to be quite a close one. What is your score prediction? My score prediction, my my genuine score prediction is 32-16 Roosters. Like what you said, Titans have come firing hard, that momentum and the form they had last week. Roosters will weather the storm and they'll take control of the game and run and run away with it. That's what I think. And who's your predicted man of the match? Teddy. Teddy. That was, that was, yeah, that's that's not not much a, of a reaction. Full not much to, to think about there. Man, bit of mutual fullback respect. Yeah, yeah maybe I don't know, but Teddy, he's got, yeah, you know, he's just. He is the Roosters right now, if you think about it. You know what I mean. So uh, he always plays. He always plays a good game. He always turns up on the day, and I think I think he'll turn up again on the weekend. What about uh, you? Look for scoreline prediction. I've got a, another close one in, in my opinion. I think for me the score would have to be. I'd go twenty-four eighteen. I reckon all goals are kicked. Um, so twenty-four eighteen, and I think the man of the match. Is oh, I'll predict Adam Kieran to have another blowout, and I reckon he'll be the man of the match. And I will predict him to score at least two tries. All right, yeah, All he, right. he played a good game last week. So yeah, he uh, played. At, he was unreal last week. He, he was <laughs> he was on another level. I mean, Man, I knew I, I knew he shit myself when he hit the goalpost. I thought he broke his ribs or something. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, we, no, we, I did oh my, see that. Far, yeah, that was bad, but. What about that? What about that? Right? Uh, what about that unco gold kick that he did? And I thought it missed. Oh, but that did miss, mate. I looked at that on the camera. That that missed. I don't know. Oh, they must have got that one wrong with the touches because it, oh, it looked a like few it angles just went straight could... out to the left. It, God, there's a from, few from angles the angle that will give you a few different opinions. Yeah, from the angle of the TV show, it looked like it missed completely. Oh. I, don't, I don't know what happened there. Sort of know, just the touches got the final say. So. Sort of just morphed into the post. Yeah, it looks like it can't go through the post, can it? So yeah, uh, I don't, I don't know, uh, I don't know what's going on there. But yeah, totally. Well, it, yeah, it, it didn't look like it went in. I'm predicting, I'm predicting Adam Kieran to have a perfect night with the boot, and he scores two meaties. That's what I'm predicting. Um, next game, probably another game of the week here. There's a, some great games on this weekend, but I think this was definitely one the game of the week, if not the, the second best, coming up against the Storm and the, and the, mm. and the Manly Seagulls. 
It's the Pan Penrith Panthers and the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Now, oh, being a South fan, I don't. I'm praying we don't get smashed here. I mean, the sides look good. Um, look, going looking at the Panthers right now, that's pretty much a full strength Penrith side. Obviously, Scott Sirenson is. Uh, I think he's done something in his leg. Oh, sorry, his arms. It was something in his forearm. He's broken something in his forearm, so he's out for the for the season. Um, uh, and Mitch Kenny's obviously been brought into that number fourteen. I think he's superb, Mitch Kenny. Um, so they've got players like Dylan Edwards has been playing decent footy um, most weeks. Uh, Steve Stephen Crichton, Brian Toto, who's just been unbelievable, nearly running three hundred meters or just less than uh, two weeks in a row. Um, Matt Burton, who's really sh turned himself into a centers, so into a center. So I'm really scared for the Bulldogs for that one. Um, they've signed a halfback, halfback five eight, and they've turned out the, uh, to have bought a center. Um, you got players like Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary, who always play their best game when they're um, playing with each other. Um, Moses Leota and Fisher Harris, who are just probably one of the toughest forward pairings in the competition. Um, per se, they're, they're just solid and they consistent every week. Um, Kikau, who's been playing some decent footy in the past few weeks. He sort of slipped out of form, but I reckon he'll have a great game. Um, Kurt Catewell, obviously going to the Broncos, but he always, um, plays his best footy. Isaiah Yo, the meter eater. Um, he's been playing some fantastic footy as well. Uh, and then you've obviously got Tavita Pangai Jr. coming off the bench from the Penrith Panthers, so... Um, huge impact off the bench, if you ask me. Oh, I'm quite scared here. I don't want to get smashed. Um, we obviously got Blake Tarf at fullback. Uh, personally, if it was me, I would have put Cody at fullback and brought Benji to the six and probably had Blake Tarf coming off the bench uh, sort of as a roaming lock or into the 5'8 or halfback role uh, in the last well, few Cody, minutes. Well, Cody plays like a fullback anyway, if you think about it. He totally he, does. He, totally. he takes the sweeps all the time. So he, yeah, yeah, so he, he basically is the fullback wearing the six. But yeah. I, I think I think I agree with with the call there, leaving him at five eight and having Blake Tafe as a as an extra player because he he's just he's just so lethal everywhere on the field, mate. Everywhere he is, he's just lethal. Yeah. So totally, totally. I think, I think that's a good call. We got Campbell Graham still in the side as well. He had a fantastic game last night. Uh, the, not sorry, not last night, last week. Um, he scored two awesome tries uh, in the first half, even which was fantastic. Alex Johnston, uh, leading try scorer at the moment, he's been sublime the past few weeks. Um, Mark Nichols, the goat. Um, love watching Mark Nichols at the moment. He's fantastic. Um, Damien Cook is. Been quite underrated this season. Some people could argue that there's been some better hookers than him. I think that he's um, really underrated at the moment. I think he had a, a de pretty decent season. Uh, Keon Kloa-Matungi, obviously returning from suspension. I think he'll have a huge impact coming into this Rabbitohs side. Uh, he's usually fantastic um, with the footy in his hands. He's almost like a giant 5'8", if you ask me. He, he's great with the ball in his hands. Uh, Cameron Murray, he's been absolutely sensational this season. Um, I, I think you could argue that he's the best uh, lock forward in the game at the moment. And then you've got yeah. players like Benji Marshall coming off the bench. Thomas Burgess, who's actually been playing decent footy the last few weeks. He's making a lot of post-contact meters and Jairo obviously coming off the bench as well. So um, two full-strength sides here. It's going to be an interesting game. 
Hopefully it's a close one. I don't want to get smashed personally as a South supporter. Supporter, sorry, I'd rather uh, keep it quite close so I do feel a bit better about it if we do lose. But look, I reckon it's going to be a fantastic game. Uh, what are your thoughts? I reckon Riff are going to run away with it big time. Uh, some, I think, I think South once again they they lost the leadership of Trevor Mitchell. I think that's gonna they're really gonna feel that out in the field in in uh, this final series game. But I, I think South they they always find a way to to, to have a fight and uh, to stay in the game. So. If they if they get their momentum going, which we all know what happens with South Sydney when they get their momentum going, they're pretty unsolvable. As we saw last year when they belted the Roosters right before the finals. But I think South, if they get their momentum, that they're, they're a very dangerous team. But I think Penrith are going to run away. That you know, you got people like Nathan Cleary running around in there. You got people yeah. like Brian Toy who who run three hundred meters a game like that. That's insane. Mm. So I don't think they're going to hold on hold on for that long. I think they're going to crack eventually, but they're always going to have a go. That's just the way South Sydney are. They, mm. they always turn up at 100%. And I, I I think it's going to be a great game. Obviously, Blake Tafe, young young fullback, short fullback. So I'd, I'd, if I was Ivan Cleary, I'd, I'd be putting high balls up with him all day, mate, and, and sending your tall well, men down there to attack him. Mate, he made but, a statement. Uh, He's not afraid for those high balls. Yeah, but it's not about if you're afraid or not. You know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah. you can try your best, but best isn't good enough. But uh, you know, I think I think Blake Tafe, he as you just said, he, he always stands up for himself. He's not gonna take a single backward step. You know, you got someone like Stephen Crichton running at him, trying to snag the ball from him in the air. So I I think it's gonna be an interesting game. But then 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 again you look at it. With with Penrith too, they got Brian Tor is also a short winger, so you you could you could use it in the same way. So yeah, South South definitely going to turn up, and and Penrith are definitely going to turn up as well. Well, you heard the man um, quote by Richie: "You can try your best, but sometimes that just isn't good enough." That's a quote by Richie. Uh, trademark that one. <laughs> um, so, what's your score prediction? I'm going to say. Ooh. Oh, I'm going to go 24, 26-20 Penrith. I think they'll keep it. Or I'm going to go 26-14. I think, I think South will keep it close. I don't think they're going to get flogged, you know, because mm. they're, they're definitely in, in form right now. So I, I think it's going to be a close game. I think Penrith will, will get the dub and uh, keep moving on with, it, with their week's rest. What do you reckon? Um, look, um, I'm going to try and keep it as unbiased as I can, um, considering I am a South supporter. Um, yeah, look, I think it'll be a very close game. I do, unfortunately, have to agree with you in the fact that I think Penrith will, um, close this one out. I, I, it won't be a big margin. Um, I do think it'll be close. If I'm looking scoreline, I'm going to go 30 to 24. I reckon it's one try. 30-24. And my man of the match, uh, obviously Penrith are winning. Um, man of the match, I'm going to go Nathan Cleary to have an absolute blinder. Who's your man of the match? 
Mate, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Quez too, mate. Nathan Cleary, he he's gonna have a blinder. He always turns up in in finals games, and I think he's gonna turn up again. He, he's just yeah, mate. He's just out of this world right now. So I think South will struggle to keep up with the wrath of Nathan Cleary. Yeah, as much as as much as I want to disagree with you there, I have to agree. I mean, yeah, I'm shivering, mate. I'm scared shitless about this game. Um. Gonna have a couple of sleepless nights before it. I'm just praying that South can uh, pull a magic trick out of the hat and and, we, and somehow win this one. But yeah, I'm, as I said, I'm just praying right now. Moving on to the last game of this weekend, we've got the Parramatta Eels coming up against the Newcastle Knights. Um, look, I reckon this is actually going to be a cracker. As, as all the games this week are ab- going to be absolutely phenomenal ones. Definitely must-watches all weekend. Um, this one is going to be a pretty good one, especially since, it's, uh, since it is a elimination game. Um, you've got, uh, for, for Penrith, you've got pretty much all the stars coming back. You've got Clinton Gutherson. Uh, doesn't matter, eh? <laughs> is that what I heard? No, you... You know, you know, you said I said Parramatta. You oh, said Penrith. Oh, you said doesn't yeah. matter. I was like, hold on, he's, he's <laughs> secret Newcastle no, fan here. Watch out! All right. Um, so we got. So as I was gonna say, um, before I was interrupted, uh, Clinton Gutherson. We've got Blake Ferguson, uh, Dylan Brown, Mitchell Moses, uh, Ray Stone at hooker, which I think is a really strange one. I think he played hooker early in the year and he went all right. So. I'll have to trust in Brad Arthur for that one. Uh, he was solid last week, though, at the lock forward role. Uh, so looking forward to watching him play this weekend. Uh, obviously, Regan Campbell-Gillard is returning into the side. I think it was suspension was the reason he was out. Obviously, Junior Paulo returning. Um, Sean Lane, he's been all right. I don't... Oh, look, I don't, I don't say... I'm not saying I don't rate him. I've just... I just don't think it's been his best season He's still a pretty good player, though. Obviously, coming through Manly and then coming to the Parramatta Eels. He, he's a decent player, Sean Lane. So watch out for him. Murata Nikore, he's had an absolute blinder this season. Obviously, playing a bit in the centers as well and absolutely killing it. I, I personally do rate Murata Nikore. I think he's sensational. Um, Will Smith, you had a pretty decent game last week. Bryce Cartwright, uh, he, he's been fantastic. And I think he needs to find some sort of combination with... Mitchell Moses, uh, and I think he'll he'll be fantastic in the future with the Parramatta Eels. Isaiah Papali'i, obviously playing in the front row. He's been moved to the bench this weekend. Um, not sure as to why that one is, but I think he'll be great impact off the bench if that is the way that Parramatta are going. And finally, special mention to this guy, uh, Makaheshi Makatoa. I mean, he was fantastic. He was starting in the front row last week, and... He was just solid. He was putting a few big hits on, taking the line on, not taking a backward step. Uh, he was fantastic. Uh, Ryan Madison in the reserves. Oh, I thought that was quite a strange one. Uh, I think Ryan Madison is a great player, to be honest. Um, not sure about your opinion there because he obviously left the Roosters. But look, he, I think, I personally, I rate him. I think he's fantastic. And Tom Opacek also in the reserves there. I'm not sure if they're resting him or if he has an injury we just don't know about. Um, that usually is the case when players are on in the reserves unexpectedly. Um, so we'll have to look out for that one. And then you've got 
the Newcastle Knights here who have players like Kalen Ponga, who is known for stepping up in big games. Bradman Best, who has just been solid the past few seasons. I do rate Bradman Best. Uh, Jack, uh, Jake Clifford, he's been fantastic. Um, and, and Mitchell Moses together in the halves. They've been absolutely um, sublime, really. They've been playing some champagne footy, uh, those two, when they can. Um, Jacob and Daniel Saifidi returning to the side. I think that's fantastic. Uh, Tyson Frizzell, who actually is also known for his big game. So I'd watch Tyson Frizzell. I think he's a much-watched player in this game. Connor Watson, who is obviously going to the Roosters next year. He's been fant- He's been quite f- good this season at the lock forward role. Not sure as to where he'll play at the Roosters, but it is a good signing. Uh, and then you've got players like David Clemmer, who also is known for stepping up in big games, and he'll be a great impact off the bench. What are your thoughts on this game? Uh yeah, this game, Parramatta versus Newcastle. This is just—it's just a battle of who wants it more, in, in my opinion. It's—it's it's whoever turns up on the day and whoever wants to win more. And like you said, this is a, this is a sun death match. Loser packs his bag and walks home. So it's—it's it's about who turns up on the day and and uh, who wants it more. Obviously, Newcastle—they got Mitchell Pearce, seasoned seasoned halfback. Has experienced plenty of these situations that he's been in, so I think he'll he'll really do a good job in in bringing Newcastle in in the right mindset in, into game day. Parramatta, uh, I they some of the like the game they played last week, obviously getting smashed by Melbourne Storm. Was it Melbourne Storm that they played or Penrith? It was Penrith. Wasn't who, who's this? Who who Parramatta play last week? Penrith. Parramatta oh. Parramatta played the Penrith Panthers. Uh, last yeah, week so they got I, they got obliterated, but they hammered, really started yeah. off well. Yeah, I, I don't know how they're going to handle that. Like, obviously, you know you can you can argue that you know they don't have like six or seven of their star players in in the squad, but you know you you still you still got hammered. You know, even if you weren't there on game day, you, you, as a player, you're, you're probably still watching it. So I don't know how Parramatta are going to react to that. Well, they have been in form, so. So obviously Newcastle is going to turn up. Parramatta is going to turn up. It's going to be a great game. It's sun death footy, so it's always one of the some of the greatest games to watch when when you when you really see the true colours of the players and and uh, how they handle that pressure. So it's gonna it's gonna be a yeah. really good game. Well, look, I, I'm not sure we can really judge Parramatta on on that loss. They had they had pretty much all of their star players out. I'm not I'm not I'm not personally going to judge Parramatta losing to the Penrith. Uh, Penrith Panthers anyway, uh, but even con- with the consideration that they had a pretty much a reserve grade side out there, uh, personally, I- yeah. I'm not going to judge that that loss at all, to be honest. And, and it's the Penrith oh. Panthers. I mean, if you don't get smashed, yeah. then you're probably one of the best sides in the NRL. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not judging Para for that, but I'm I'm just saying, even if you weren't out there and you're someone like Clint Gutson, who, who's the, typically the captain of the team. He's he's probably still gonna have that somewhere in the back of his head. You know what I mean? Like oh, that his team just got smashed last week. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's just one of those things where where the mind just plays tricks on you and can play tricks in your confidence. But Clint, he obviously he has a lot of leadership, and I I, I don't think it will affect him because he he turns up, mate. He turns up in big games. I don't, so. I don't think it will personally affect any of them, mate, because. 
it was it was against as I said it was against the Penrith Panthers. I, I I'm I'm definitely not gonna I, I'm not gonna sit here and and say that um Parramatta are going to uh are gonna take on what happened last week. One, it's against the Penrith Panthers. Two, um they had a reserve grade side out there. I think they're coming into this week yeah. more so um with the with the in their minds that. If they don't win this game, they're out of the finals. I think that's one of the only things they're going to be thinking about personally. Um, look, it's a big game. It is a big game. Um, and if if the Penrith Panthers lose, as I said, they're out. So that, that, that's probably what they're going to be playing with. They're probably going to come into this week um, training really well. Probably You're probably going to hear that uh, it's probably going to be one of their best training sessions this like in for the whole season, to be honest, they're probably gonna um, train their absolute asses off and come into this week uh, wanting to win and wanting it more than the Newcastle Knights. And I think that the Parramatta Eels are going to get the job done. What is your tip for this one? I'm going. I'm going to take Newcastle. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I can just see them turning up on this day. We haven't really seen the best of, of Bradman best this year. We haven't seen the best of Kalen Pong, and we haven't seen the best of Mitchell Pierce and Connor Watson. So I think if there's a day they're going to turn up, it's going to be it's going to be this day, uh, Sunday. Although I think I think they're going to turn up and they're going to play a game. And yeah, I, it's it's all about how they start, which is which really depends on how the game goes. So if they get a, if they if Newcastle get a cracking start. Obviously, they've got a really strong fallback. I think I think they're going to be in in contention to beat Para. And obviously, they they love they love the uh they love the underdog Newcastle Knights. They love being the underdog. So mm. uh, I I think they I think they will be they'll turn up on the day and it'll be a great game. Look, it, it, it's 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 finals. Um, and anything can happen in a final series. However, I, I do see the Parramatta Eels winning this one purely on the fact with the form that they've been in their last two weeks. Um, if you asked me this three weeks ago, I would have told you that the Newcastle Knights were going to absolutely annihilate them. Um, but since they've been in such great form in the past three weeks, I am going to have to lean towards the Parramatta Eels. Um, look, on paper, the Parramatta Eels just have such a... Um, more finals-ready side. You look at players like Clinton Gutherson and, uh, and Mitchell Moses, Blake Ferguson, who's obviously played a plenty of finals in his time. Um, look, yeah, it, it's it's going to be a very, very close game. I do see the Parramatta Eels winning this one. What's your predicted scoreline and who's your man of the match? Uh, my, my predicted scoreline is... Newcastle to win 12-10. It's, it's gonna be tight. I, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be really close. No matter no matter what happens, every power win, it's gonna be close. My man in the match is gonna be KP. He uh he's he's just, he's got so much X factor behind him. And I, I think he's gonna turn up on the day and play a cracker of the game for, for Newcastle Knights. Yeah, well, I'm going to have to go against you here, and I'm going to have what, to... What about you? What are you thinking? Yeah, well, I'm going to have to go... As I said, I'm going to have to go against you here. I'm going to have to go with the Parramatta Eels. As I said, on paper, they just have such a better side uh, and a more finals-ready side. I don't see Newcastle winning this one. However, I do believe uh, it's going to be close. I think if we're talking scorelines, I'm going to have to say... Um, 
Parramatta win. Um, I reckon it'll be a good high-scoring match if it, if it, it's still a close one. I'm going to have to go 36 to 24. 36 to 24 is my scoreline. And my man of the match is going to be... I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with a bit of a strange one here. Uh, and I'm going to have to say my man of the match is going to be... Um, I'm going to have to go with Clinton Gutherson as my man of the match. Um, I reckon he'll he'll be uh, quite influential on their side and how they do go in this game. And I think he'll have a huge impact on this game as well. He'll definitely leave his mark, especially in, a, in, in such an important game of their season with the season that they have had. Um, it'd be great to win this game and it'd be great to see Clinton Gutherson have one of his the best games of his uh, career. And I, yeah, uh, as, I, as I said, it will be definitely be a close one. Um, yeah, but I do I do see the um, I do see the Parramatta Eels winning this one. Now for each game, we're going to go through uh, who you think is the first player uh, to score a meaty to score a try. So for the Storm and the Seagulls, who do you think is the first player to score? Tommy Turbo, no, he, he's going to turn up, and you know he's he's probably the the biggest first try scorer you can pick for anyone for for Manly, for for Melbourne Storm, probably Paps. He's he's so good at support play, and mm. he, has, he hasn't really been in much form recently since he come back from the concussion. But I think he'll find his feet again uh, this this uh, Friday night. Totally. Well, um, for my first try scorer, I'm going to have to agree with you for the Manly one. I'm going to have to go Tom Trevojevic, uh, the first to score for Manly. Second one to score for Manly, I think Jerome Hughes is going to have a night where he's just copying try assists left, right, and center. And I reckon he's going to set up one of his uh, one of his big men here. Um, I reckon the first one to score would be... I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say big Dale Fanucan. I reckon that uh, Jerome Hughes will set him up through the middle for a try. Uh, so that's my first try scorers, uh, Tom Trevojevic and Dale Fanucan. For the next game, the Roosters and the Titans, who is your first try scorers for each team? Uh, for Chooks, Roosters love to, to dominate the, the wings, so I'm going to take Toops. Daniel Tupo, he, yep. uh, he's always... He loves to he loves to catch the ball in the air in the corner and Drew Hutchinson's been kicking those balls really well for him recently, so I think I think he'll get he'll get the first try for Titans if they even score a try. Uh, I'm gonna take <laughs> I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Jaden Campbell. I, I think he, he's got a lot of a lot of X factor behind him. He's he, mm. he's got a lot of game knowledge and you know like I said before he's got a lot of people to prove wrong so. He, he could turn up on the day and play a real good game of footy. If they score. Oh, I reckon they'll score first, mate. I reckon, I reckon they'll score first. <laughs> uh, I, I'm no, praying they do, just for that little sly comment. Um, um, for my first try scorers for the Chooks, I'm going to go with Victor Radley. I reckon he'll um, definitely score a try tonight. I reckon he's got a lot to prove, obviously, being out with suspension for most of the year. He, I reckon he's going to have one of the best games in his career, to be honest. I reckon he's going to have an absolute cracker. 
For the Titans, I'm going to go first try score Titans. I'm going to go Corey Thompson. I reckon Corey Thompson scores first off a great set by the Titans. Um, I reckon from a Fogarty's going to set him up with an absolute beauty, a dime pass for a Corey Thompson try. Uh, that's my two, uh, Radley and Thompson. Next game, Penrith and Rabbitohs. Who are your first try scorers? Uh, for for Roof, I'm going to take Bizar. He's 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 one of the best finishers in the game, and I'm, I'm tipping he's going to get a cutout or something, and he's he's going to dive in the corner and score. For Rabbitohs, for the Bunnies, I'm going to take AJ Alex Johnson, leading try scorer in the in the Compies. Cody Walker loves to use him, so I think his pace is going to be really lethal, and he's probably the key success for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Yeah, well, for for me, first try scorer from the Penrith Panthers. I think if anyone deserves a try, it's got to be Big Boy Yo. Um, he he the the stats he's been pulling, he definitely deserves a try. So I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say Isaiah Yo is my first try scorer for the Penrith Panthers. For the South Sydney Rabbitohs, I am going to go... Uh, I'm going to have to agree with you there, mate. I'm going to have to say Alex Johnston, first try scorer for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. So my two are Big Boy Yo and Alex Johnston. Uh he, so if you hear that, punters, that is that is our first try scorers. Um, in the last game of the week, um, the Parramatta Eels and the Newcastle Knights. Who are your first try scorers for that game? Uh, for Parra, I'm going to take Dylan Brown to score. He he he's a five eight, but he's got a really good support player game, and he he's, he's as we've seen, he's got a really good step to beat fullbacks and mm. and all that. So I think I think he'll score first for. For Newcastle, I'm I'm gonna tip Bradman best. You know, like I said before, we haven't seen we haven't seen the best of him. And if if we see him play a good game of footy, he's one of the most lethal players in the comp. So yeah, I'm gonna take him. Well, we know it's what Uncle Joey wants. Um, let's just see if KP can deliver on that one. Um, for for me, uh, for Parramatta, I am gonna go with. Parramatta, I will go Regan Campbell-Gillard in his first game back. He scores a meaty for me first. And then for the Newcastle Knights, I'm actually going to go Jake Clifford. I think uh, he is going to have a great game this one. He's definitely going to set up a few tries, but I reckon he's going to score one of his own. Uh, Just with the step he's got, to be honest, uh, he did it against the Bulldogs the other week. I think that he will score the first try for the Newcastle Knights. So there you go. My two um, were Regan Campbell-Gillard and Jake Clifford. Thanks for hopping on, Richie. Had a great chat, mate. Thanks for having me, as always. No worries, mate. Catch you next week. Yep. See you, mate. Well, that's it for this one. recommend this podcast to a friend, and I'll see you guys in the next one.
Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Right now, I got to tell you about the fabulous, most groovy, Bell Bottoms. Bell Bottoms. I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break. 